theme song. Well, hello there. Hello, everybody. Welcome back. Welcome to Welcome Back. Hi, I am Josh Trelevin. That's me. This is my podcast. You're listening to my podcast now. Thank you so much for joining me to listen to another hour of me rambling away and not talking about much at all. But hey, we're going to talk about stand-up comedy. So we're going to... It's a, This podcast is about comedy. It's. I can't promise it's going to be comedy in itself, um, which I've got plenty of... Uh, ribbing, I guess, on that front. But anyways, we're plowing on. We're continuing. We're we're going to go on with the podcast. Thanks for listening. This is the space. It's called Spaceboat One. Uh, in case this is your first time listening to the podcast, there's no, it's not a sci-fi podcast. I guess that it might look like that. But um, I mean, as much as I love sci-fi, I'm definitely a sci-fi geek or nerd or whatever you want to call it. Um, that's not what this podcast is about. It was just a random name I chose, just meaningless so it's called Spaceboat One for no reason. But although it likes, I like to bring to mind that it is... <laughs> let me start that again. I like to think that it brings to mind the idea of a, a lifeboat in space floating around at my whim. It's my vehicle for exploring the world of art and stand-up comedy and talking to people and stuff like that. So without further ado, how are you? How are you doing? How the fuck are you? Oh, I like to say fuck up just because, I don't know. Just get that out of the way. This, this is going to be a sweary podcast. Actually, it might it might not end up being that sweary. I don't know. I'm, I, I'm not mad or anything, so if, if I swear, it's just... it's. <laughs> that's the funny thing about about the way I think. I, I swear out of joy. <laughs> I don't ever swear out of anger. For I mean, I don't know why. I mean, I, I don't think there's anything wrong with swearing out of anger, but it's something I never really never really did as I grew up. So when I, when I say fuck, I mean that that's me being happy, right? Um, yeah, just getting that out of the way. Swearing. It's a sweary podcast. Um, what do we, what do I want to talk about? A lot happened in the, in the last week or week and a half. So much stuff is always happening in the world of uh, where I live in this tiny little corner of the beautiful little corner. It's a little bit chilly lately, but you know, we really can't complain. Uh, this little corner of Canada called Victoria, British Columbia. Um, oh, did you like in my last episode? Uh, I don't know. Did you like when I tried to do, tried to tackle politics? I, I don't think, here's, here's the thing, like, politics can be fun uh, when the opinions are like, you know, crazy or, or interesting or like there's a new take on it. But I feel like my take on the on the political stuff last week was just, oh yeah, I hope he does a good job. I'm kind of happy. I don't know. We'll have to wait and see what happens. I don't know. I mean, he's at least he's somewhat better than the last guy, but we're not sure. So yeah, I feel like that was not an interesting political opinion to have. It would be more interesting if I said like, fuck that Justin Trudeau fucking sellout. And you know what? He is, he's a fucking, like, I'm not, I'm not a fan of Justin Trudeau. We'll say that now. He's doing the Trans-Pacific Partnership. That is a bad thing. It's going to, it's going to be bad for all of, for Canada and all of the other countries that are signing on to that, um, basically secretive, uh, what do we call it, Illuminati, New World Order, <laughs> corporate elite, uh, treaty that, like, agrees that all the, um, rich fat cats and all the other countries are all going to stomp down on the people in the environment and there's going to be nothing they can do about it if they try and uh, you know challenge it and in court then they have special secret uh, like rules that say oh you can't do that or if you do that we'll counter sue and so forth so this is this is a bad thing that's happening now that's coming amid like today people are saying oh yay you know Justin Trudeau he appointed a new cabinet and like half of them are women and that's great um yeah okay that's a good start I mean how about this Justin Trudeau how about an entirely female cabinet like what what is this like false like half and half like oh yeah I'll do equality that's that's just that's the he's trying to pull the wool over your eyes people He's trying to he's trying to pretend to be a nice guy. If he was really interested in change, like in true political change, in a different kind of the, the correct kind of Canada, he his cabinet would be entirely women. And yeah, okay, I'll let him stay as the prime minister. Like just I don't know because I guess the people elected him or whatever. Um, because um, <laughs> I mean, yeah, sure, 
fine. Like I'll, I'll, that's what I will concede. They can, we can have a male prime minister. Um, does that sound like, uh, like you've got a harem or something? I don't mean it to sound, I, I really do. Uh, I mean, is that, that I'm a comedian now, so none of my opinions any longer matter at all. But I think that's a more interesting opinion that I should have, should have said before. It should have been a hundred percent female candidate, uh, cabinet. Um, and why not, you know, 100% Aboriginal women, too. Just, yeah, just let's have that. Let's have that be the government of Canada. And, you know, watch, like, like, can you imagine, like, if you're thinking, oh, they would fuck up Canada, like, they would be terrible. No, like, like, think about it. Really think about it. Those, that kind of, like, crew would do a really good job of, of running Canada and of setting the correct direction in Canada. But anyways, um... We'll see what he does, like on foreign policy and stopping war. We know that he's he's taken some commitment out of the fight against um, ISIS, or the fight. I mean, who's it really against? Uh, it's against ISIS and also some other various people. The war on terror in the Middle East. Um, yeah, let's have let's have that not happen anymore. Let's have like let's not be involved anymore in that. Wow. I oh, well, yeah. Send if if that was an interesting opinion, or if that was uh, con uh, what even, um, controversial to you, send in your uh, your complaints. Um, you can comment if you found this on Facebook. You can comment on the face on my Facebook post. Uh, the Facebook I made a Facebook page for this podcast now, so you can comment there, um, or you can Twitter tweet at me at spaceboot one. That's spaceboot one because I have to be difficult that way and have a little slightly different name for my Twitter than for my podcast, but that's how it's just going to have to be. So Space Boot One is my Twitter, and Space Boat One is the podcast. Anyways, um, I realize that, that's, that some people believe that we really, we need to defend the defenseless, uh, whoever, the you know, the innocent uh, people of Syria who are being... <laughs> attacked from both sides, both by, like, Bashar al-Assad and ISIS on the other side, and somewhere in there, in the middle of all that, there's innocent people, um, who are, I guess, hopefully, you know, I mean, hopefully, we know a large number of them are coming to Canada, so yay, so, you know, welcome to those people, I mean, I think that's what we, that's what we should be doing, like, if I, if you ask me, anyways, they're politics, huh, huh, you like my political commentary? So that was politics. Let's move on to something else. Oh, before I go any further, I guess I should have done this earlier, but I want to dedicate this episode to Gary Barker um, because he was saying to me that one of the things... So, hey, Gary, if you're listening, I don't know. You probably don't listen anymore because he was saying to me what he likes to do is listen for his own name and to see if he gets a mention on the podcast. I think... He was trying to sound all like he's a jerk, but he really is a, a big sweetheart. Um, <laughs> I don't know why I said that either. Um, yeah, I should say, like, okay, what sort of person... He, I should say, oh, he's that he's a fucking asshole. Like, he's old, and he's... Uh, <laughs> he, he was at the open mic the other night. I think it was the Monday night, and he left, like... He was there at about... It must have been 7.45 or something like that. He was there, and he was... And then he left because he was just too tired. He said, oh, i got to go home and go sleep. So he didn't stay for the open mic or anything like that. But he is, like, okay, if you don't know who Gary Barker is, um, it, for some reason you stumbled on this podcast on SoundCloud or or whatever, uh, he's just one of our local guys in Victor. Just, just, only, he's only Gary Barker. I mean, he's he's a he's a staple of the Victoria scene, and and I only sort of I didn't meet him when I first got here. I think he wasn't kind of he wasn't really hanging around too much when I first got into Victoria. Um, when I first got into stand up comedy in Victoria, so he wasn't around too much. But then he sort of started showing up, and I started seeing him more and more. And now you know, now it's I wouldn't be the same without him. Um, but, uh, and that's, I'm not saying that as a compliment or a good thing, it's just he's always there. I mean, that's, that's the best I could, no, um, what else, he's, he's an interesting guy. And, and he teaches, um, he, like, I, I have no real interest in the, um, what do you call it, he does martial arts and he teaches some of the other comics, and, and of course other people, like, he, he, he's a martial arts instructor, 
or whatever. So I don't have a lot of interest in that myself. So, but it's not. So it's not that interesting. But I know that he, that that's what he does, and that's what they do, and they have fun, and and it's it's actually. I mean, it is cool. I I admire uh, people who do uh, folk do like physical fitness and stuff. So I'm very happy that they that he does that. But yeah, it's not it's not personally interesting to me. Um, <laughs> uh, but uh, what else? Oh yeah, did I get? I didn't get to the part where I was saying like he was saying to me that yeah he listens to the podcast just to hear his own name like that that narcissistic jerk well there I've talked for like I don't know two and a half minutes all about Carrie Parker so I just wanted to I don't know dedicate this this episode to him for whatever actually you know it just occurred to me (laughs) um it just occurred to me I could have him on as a guest like that he might well I don't know I could I'd have to ask him he might do it he probably would um and then yeah this whole dedication thing probably doesn't sound quite as good well I mean there's still there's still time in the future and I I am going to have more guests I haven't decided uh who all is going to end up you know and and it's I mean it's not even deciding it's just it's not deciding who it's the deciding of it's a matter of deciding when uh all of the people that i would love to have on this podcast will be on the podcast um because i i think i've mentioned before like i wanted to do a ratio of because i like i'm narcissistic myself i mean i do (laughs) that's what i'm doing this whole time is i just like talking just you and me just me and the audience just i have you all to myself and i can have that luxury because i did the stupid audacious step of being like hey i have a podcast now why don't you listen to it um which is kind of ridiculous it's a dumb thing but it seems to have i I mean i'm happy with with the results i've gotten i i'm quite um yeah i'm more than happy with the the people who have listened so far um and people have all said good things um a couple of people have like it's it's caught on now in the in the scene, which I was kind of hoping it would, but now I feel, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know how I feel about it, it's, I think I was talking about this last time, it's caught on in the Victoria comedy scene that when I go on stage, just, you know, the open mic, because, um, that's where I go, uh, it's caught on that people know I have a podcast, so usually the host is like, well, I can't think of anything else for this guy, he's not that funny, but he does have a podcast, so that's what I can talk about, so they, so every host now, and I, I think it's, probably going to keep going we'll see i don't know what, but i think it's probably going to just people are going to say he has a podcast and this is josh 11 everybody and then they introduce me i love that about hosting too is that no matter how much they hate i i don't think anybody hates me but even if they did i you know kind of this complex that i have of thinking everyone hates me and and probably because i hate myself but <laughs> Even if they did, they kind of have to say, like, oh, you know, I love this guy, or this, you're going to love this guy, or this guy's going to be great, he's going to be real funny. Um, they just, yeah, they got to say it. They have to say that about me. So that's what that's what happens in the scene. Um, and, uh, and yeah, so, yeah, more, more guests in the future. Oh, next week, if you are not psyched about this podcast already, obviously you're listening to it, But um, the plan, my plan, if all goes according to plan, I will get to have Sam Lee on the podcast, which is going to be pretty freaking sweet. It's going to be, I mean, who knows what's going to happen? I mean, it might, I don't, I don't even know. It's it's, all I can tell you is I think it's going to, it's going to be entertaining. I know I'm going to be entertained, so I can only imagine how much, how much more you're going to be entertained. I I mean, I entertain myself every week on this podcast. I didn't say that. So I don't know what anyone else is complaining about. Um, but, oh yeah, did I mention, the other thing that people have caught up, people say, oh, he has a podcast, like when they they introduce me. But also, like, what started to happen is people say, like, I think I've had this three times with, I think, with once with Drew, once with Curran, and once with uh, Darcy now. As hosts, they've all said, oh, this guy, this next guy has a podcast. I haven't listened to it. I don't think anybody does, but he has a podcast. So that's the trope. That's the, yeah, that's the meme now is that Josh, he says he has a podcast that no one listens to. Well, are, let me ask you, are you no one? No, that's what I thought. And that they're insulting you and the listener when they say, uh, 
Yeah, so let me so you turn on them now. No, I'm not I'm not saying I'm not sending my I don't think I have I maybe I have one like one person who would be like passionate enough to be like, "No, I love Josh. You you're not going to take like leave Josh alone." <laughs> oh boy. But that would be awesome if I had fans like that. Can you imagine? That might be me one day. I'll have fans who like fight the, to the death against like other comedians who try and start a beef with me. That'd be great. I can't wait to actually like start a beef and it actually like something comes of it. I don't actually want that. I, I actually, well, I do fantasize about having beefs with, you know, other famous people. Like just, you know, sort of manufacture some kind of beef. Because I, I, I think I'm a level enough person, hopefully, that when, a, if I, if I get mad at someone or if I, um, you know, it goes away pretty quickly. It's like, oh, okay, well, whatever. I don't care. I mean, they're doing their own thing. But then after that, I can be like, oh, you know, we could stir up some drama with this. We could, like, have a, you know, this guy versus this guy. And then they can fight. And then they can be mad at each other. And then maybe, you know, at some point, they can make up together again or whatever. I don't know. And they can make out and they can make love. Um, well, okay. We'll, have, we'll leave that on the side burner for now. Um, hmm. so jokes should we talk about jokes I talked a little bit before like in in another episode about jokes being um, either truth or lies and how both like the truth it can be funny just to tell the truth and it can also be funny just to tell a blatant lie that sort of everybody knows is a lie and that that like elicits laughter um, but it also it I realized that the the actual etymological word origin of the word joke like when you say like that's a joke sometimes it doesn't mean funny thing sometimes it means like it literally people mean it as lie like when they say oh that's just a joke they they don't even mean oh that's funny they just mean that's a lie like like the word a joke is literally just another word for that's something that isn't true or you're not expected to believe is true but it's sort of just yeah it's, it's so I find that amusing that it, or amusing interesting that joke is synonymous in in some cases with a lie or with an untruth or with an obvious untruth uh in that yeah that that was just a joke doesn't mean I was trying to get laughter whereas you know stand up comedy joke usually we're trying for we're really striving to get that laugh but yeah when you say oh that was just a joke even if regardless if you got a laugh or not the point of the saying that is that that wasn't true so that's that is interesting, and and um, I uh, I was watching some okay how is this going to come off I was watching some guy teach Latin on on YouTube like taking Latin lessons Latin the language uh, lessons and um, he says oh I can't I can't remember the the actual Latin words now because it was so long ago but he says oh I'm a poet whatever the Latin word for poet is it might be poet but Anyways, he says, I'm a poet, and he says, this piece of paper, he holds up a white piece of paper, is black. Negra? I think that might have been the word. Anyways, Alba is, is white, Negra is black. He holds up the piece of paper, and he says, this paper is black. And he says, I am a poet. <laughs> because, obviously... If you say something is the opposite of what it is, you're lying. But if it's obvious, or if you if it seems to be some sort of, if there's some deeper meaning to it, that makes you a poet. That means you're doing something with metaphors or with words, or or you're you're twisting the world around. And when you know, obviously, that simple example doesn't. Um, a simple example that that's that's kind of dumb and comical in that saying like oh a piece of this thing that's actually white is black you know black is white that's you know the simplest stuff but of course in that context it serves as the um, the crux of let me see it, it serves as the as a thing demonstrating um, what poetry is and what it means to be a poet and in that sense it actually is kind of poetic that he used such a simple uh, contra contradiction a simple reversal of reality to demonstrate that point anyways <laughs> that's 
that's enough of that. That's enough of poetry talk here, is it? Should I talk more about poetry and stand-up comedy? I actually, yeah, I actually see the way I view stand-up comedy is I I really do believe it's a subset of poetry. Like, I believe that when you do stand-up, um, it's a it is a version of poetry, um, and and I think that's how people. And it, I know, I guess some people have said, "Oh, that's dumb. That's pretentious. Whatever. Just just do tell your jokes and be done with it." I mean, fine. You can do stand up without having to necessarily analyze everything as poetry, but the the thing is, it's available to you if you wanted to view it that way, and you can find find little ways to enhance uh, your stand up comedy by. Um, taking tools from poetry and i mean and obviously in stand-up comedy we, we use all the the stuff you learn in in high school english about metaphors and uh similes and um anal- analogies and uh etc etc all this and and theme and uh form and yeah all this stuff it's it's all present but it's all more alive because it's spoken out loud and and that's and the, there's so much more like i occasionally try and write my stand-up comedy in as as exactly as I can according to like how I actually say it and a lot of it I find is just hard to translate to to the written word there's no there's no way to type up like like a when you inflect at the end of a sentence or you you uh the word when you say duh like that like duh like uh or what <laughs> whatever different ways of saying whatever like it's not just whatever it's whatever you know whatever 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 and there's there's so many different ways of saying that that you can't write down how to do that so that's what stand-up comedy it it is the it, it is more interesting to me than poetry because poetry so often is like no it's it's written on a page and i mean slam poetry is is out loud and has those little burps and inflections in it or whatever the, the things that add, you add in um but uh yes anyways that, that, never mind that's that, i think i think you get the idea as poetry poetry and stand-up are very similar um and and i the thing i like about stand-up too is that it um with poetry sometimes you get this feeling that Oh, you know, you're trying to show off, and you're, you're trying to say, "Ooh, look at me! Look how I can dance around words!" And oh, look, you know, here's look at this word. Kind of rhymes with this word, but not quite. But it's close enough, and I, I'm pretty clever for have thoughting of thought, for having for have thoughting of that, for having thought of that. Uh, whereas uh, stand-up comedy is about the communication, um, because you need the communication. Well, I mean, it's about the laughs. I guess not. There is no. I guess the. If there's one sort of field of like getting things across, like getting ideas across, well, maybe it's podcasting. To be honest, <laughs> maybe it's something like podcasting, or for that matter, it is like the speech giving, the Toastmasters type um, scenarios, like where you're, you're the rhetoric, the the the, es- the verbal essay um, is that place where the communication is the keyest part. Whereas, yeah, in in comedy, the laughs are the key part, and in poetry the wordplay and the you know the fancy showing off of language is the um the thing the main key of the of the piece um but i think but i think stand up is a little closer to that direct communication because stand up gets you um it gets you you need to people to understand the stand up and to really like be sort of living in the story and and be invested in the first part of the joke like the premise of the joke they have to buy it and invest in it before they can actually um you know laugh at the second half of the of the thing and that's i mean if it's if there's a if there's one other let's comedy cheat if there's a new comedy cheat we'll add we'll throw this in we got almost every episode we've had a little cheat comedy cheat how to how to get laughs without necessarily telling a joke without necessarily being a joke joke um is you just bring up something that's relevant to your audience and i suppose this is like kind of know your audience i mean that's the the cheat is knowing your audience but um i mean part of that i suppose you crowd work i mean you if you don't already know your audience do a little crowd work ask them (laughs) 
ask them a question about where they're from or what they do for a living or uh, who they're with or all these, you know, stuff like the, your standard things. Um, you get an answer from them. You learn a little bit about them. And then from there, you can riff on stuff that's directly personal to them. And uh, and sometimes you get lucky and you actually ha already have material that's kind of related to them. So you tell your joke. You hear that, oh, you know, they work in a hairdresser as a hairdresser. Oh, well, I have a good hairdresser joke. I'll just, you know, toss that in there. And, and everything is like swimming smoothly. So, yeah, you know, you're doing your good job as a stand-up comedian. Um, but yeah, that's that's the the trick is to bring up subject matter that they are already already interested in and invested in, and they sort of know a little bit about. And then you can really hit them with those. Like it, I think you have the the punchline, the jokes have to go on top of that. So maybe this isn't entirely a comedy cheat um, <laughs> because it, it helps a lot to be actually funny on top of that. But um, maybe it's a comedy assist, <laughs> although. Like in a in a giddy crowd, like in a hot crowd, in a in a good crowd, um, you actually can get jokes just by saying something that they will relate to. Just like um, you know, referencing their favorite sports team. I don't know, or or a sports. You probably won't get laughs for their sports team, but if you laugh, if you mention a sports team that's like not so good or that they don't really like, you might get laughs. Um, especially like if you say something like "Oh, they suck," or um, "Well, that, that didn't quite work." You know what I mean, but. By the way, my comedy tips, like, they're not complete. <laughs> like, you can't take... I mean, I, I sometimes I try and talk like I'm some kind of expert on comedy. You can't necessarily take these directly to the bank. These are things to add, to sort of add and think about and work on. But, yeah, they're not going to work directly out of the box. I mean, I, I wish they were, but I'm just not that good of a... I, I don't understand comedy well enough. I haven't done it enough myself to get to that point where the comedy just um that i can just throw you comedy um plus i mean you have to i even so if you like the listener are considering doing some stand-up comedy which i recommend you do uh go to the open mic at ratfish on in victoria british columbia on monday but if you're planning on doing stand-up um you'll also have to come up with your own material anyways and you'll have to come up with your own approach and maybe do your own podcast about your own process and so on and so forth um yes uh so i guess the comedy cheat is just references stuff that they they already know and then um yeah i think i i mean we know we all know about callback i've talked about callbacks before let's call back to callbacks also but that's basically what that is too is like a shared experience that you and the audience now have from an earlier joke you can bring that back and then oh yeah you did that okay so i don't know have i used that comedy cheat tip before i, I may have actually but i wanted to talk about the other thing i wanted to talk about oh there's so much stuff i remember <laughs> remember i was going to talk about stuff um i haven't done a podcast since like last well last wednesday is when i recorded the last one i believe i uploaded it on the thursday after that um and then so what happened on thursday there was another select show on thursday which i attended very i attended very well well on then on friday shane Priestley went on like uh, like our very own shane Priestley um did I don't know how many minutes, 20 minutes, I think he did, at Heckler's, like at our professional comedy club. He like, he was, he was our, our middle guy. Um, and we had, uh, from out of town, we had uh, Chris James, who was uh, was super funny and super nice afterwards and hanging out with the, with the comics on the Friday. And it was a, it was a fantastic, good, it was very good. Good evening. Um, but then, on Saturday, <laughs> there was like a comics party, like with all the with the Victoria stand-up comedians, um, and that was a uh, that was at, held at Hecklers, and um, Aaron Magoo put it on, and it was just you know he put he like organized a bunch of little games and stuff, um, and yeah, just made it a lot of fun for all the people, and I saw. You know, I got to see all the people I see anyways on <laughs> Ratfish and stuff, and I got to meet, you know, meet some new people. Um, saw Ryan Levis again. He's, I think he's coming back around a little bit more to do, like, open mics and stuff, which will be cool. Um, 
and uh and yeah it was cool mm-hmm. and uh <laughs> oh and i got well i didn't get that drunk i got drunk but i think i had about eight beers altogether um but there was because there was free beer there and then um i had about five before our free keg that that we had uh, ran out and then then i had to start buying my own beers um <laughs> I must have had, yeah, I must have had about eight beers, and that was a fun night. And then, um, but I was also going to say, on the, then e- even later than that, what we had at uh, Ratfish on Monday was, you know, always the highlight of of my <laughs> of my week. Always the highlight is the Ratfish uh, open mic because I get to go on stage and it's so good. I'm so happy that I got to go on stage. Um, and uh, I went on late this time, later than I usually would have. Uh, and it was, you know, it was your typical, <laughs> one of our lower key nights. It wasn't the worst night ever, but it was kind of like less um, uh, less of an audience. But uh, it still ended up being a lot of fun, like um, even though <laughs> even though there wasn't weren't that many people. And, you know, it's funny, people say at the beginning of, of those nights, they always say stuff like, oh... Well, look how few audience members there are, and I know part of that's just a joke, and it's like you're just you're just trying to riff on what you see around in the room, like a comedy cheat, say what you see, so you do. Um, but <laughs> uh, but I yeah, I kind of really wish that people would be more like excited about just about the people who did show up, um, and and they they eventually they were, and, and we were we did have a fun time together and. And so, uh, yeah. Oh, and I got to I got to watch the door, and it's my new favorite thing now, <laughs> is uh, sitting at the door, because I've done that. I think I must have done that two weeks in a row now, but it's my new favorite thing because when you watch the door, you get to say hi to like every audience member who's like, so you get a little bit of personal interaction with every single one of them, and I think that's super valuable for getting on stage and then and then having that. Being able to interact after that point, I think that's an that's an amazing thing to be able to like. It's invaluable in some way, in a lot of ways, um, because you have you you don't even have. I mean, you might be funny, you might not be, but you have this connection now with each individual audience member because they've all seen you at the door, they've all seen you smile, they've all seen you let's say like something pleasant, like have a nice show or or how is the, how are you enjoying the weather or whatever because we've had some terrible weather in victoria lately i don't know if you if you've been around if you're in victoria listening to this podcast we've had some pretty awful well it's i again yeah <laughs> compared to the rest of canada we really shouldn't complain but whatever i guess and also like i don't hmm yeah why did i talk about that the the rain in Victoria falls mainly on the Victorians. Because um, actually, I mean, I don't mind a little bit of rain. Never hurt anybody. And uh, I, uh, I think I've mentioned before, I, I'm a cyclist, so I cycle back and forth, like to the open mic and to the other shows that I go to periodically. So it is. Um, it, I I get pretty wet and I get pretty muddy and dirty and uh, yeah and and I just tolerate it I I even enjoy it sometimes and um, yeah uh, <laughs> yeah so so yeah so I was talking about watching the door and the other thing is like if you want to be sort of memorable as a comic I mean one of the things you can do if you really want if you have to you can be really super funny and stand out compared to the other comedians I mean if you really but so not every one of us can do that so I think what actually really I think it really helps to be do, visible at, in some capacity whether it's you know doing the door or just sort of saying hi to people as they come in or or just you know chatting with people um it just puts you at the top of their mind for like who they remember for that night. Um, even if like, yeah, even if your performance wasn't that great, they'll still be like, oh yeah, that guy, I liked him, and he was kind of funny. But I remember I liked him, and then and then yeah, you never know what comes from there. But that and yeah, they might just be audience members who might come back to another show, which would be great, 
Or, you know, you never know who might be like a scout or another comedian who's like come from another town or or, um, or a booker from another show. I mean, some, I guess, like the people who book shows are often other comedians. Um, so they might also be performing, stuff like that. So, yeah, you, you, get, uh, you, you get noticed if you do things like watching the door. Um, so that's, <laughs> but yeah, of course, now that I've, <laughs> now that I've discovered that I like doing that, uh, it's going to be like, <laughs> it's going to be like, I, you won't be able to pry me away. Like you'll have to fight me off to get that spot. Uh, no, I'm kidding. I mean, yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, as far as like, uh, just being involved in the, the, the comedy scene, I, I mean, I, I, I think I've mentioned before, I, I'm interested in. Um, I'm just sort of watching what they do as far as, like, the producers, what, you know, the producers, like, uh, uh, Mark and Justine and Shane and Evan, um, I, you know, I watch what they do and I sort of take notes and, and share them back with you on the podcast about how to properly run an open mic and such things because yeah i'm interested in getting more in like either helping out or you know in one day starting my own open mic or you know like what take one night of the week and say okay i'm gonna run this one but i know it's it's work and it's also it it's a bit of money too i mean um yeah there's you gotta find money somehow although i have been working lately so i guess technically i have i probably could spring for a spotlight at this point but if I had to, spotlight and a microphone, microphone, mic stand, spotlight. I don't think I can afford an amplifier, or a, yeah, an amplifier and speaker. But depending on the venue, they might already have something that you can plug into. Um, I don't know what. Yeah, maybe that's. Maybe I shouldn't be talking about that. I don't know. This is the the open mic comedy podcast where I talk about how to run an open mic. So I don't know. Yeah, sure. Why not? Um, you know, I'm hoping that at some point this podcast will get beyond my own circle of people that I, uh, friends and acquaintances and people that I sort of meet in Victoria. And at some point we'll go like, you know, somebody in another town might hear it and be like, oh yeah, that's a cool idea. Like, and maybe they don't have an open mic in their town. Maybe they listen to this podcast. I mean, that's my dream. Like they'll listen and, and hear me talk about how, how it, what it's like. And they'll think, oh, I can, I could totally do that. And I could totally run an open mic because you can. Um, and if you screw it up the first time, well, you screw it up and you just try again and you try again and you try again and you try again. Although it occurs to me, um, one thing that happened recently in Victoria about speaking of, of catastrophic, disastrous failures, actually, let me, well, I was just, now that I say that, like we had a whole boat in uh, Tofino, like capsized with uh, something like 30 people on board, and five of them actually died. So, yeah, there, there's catastrophes and there's catastrophes. <laughs> so we had that happen. Um, but I was gonna say, like, what happened in Victoria was IF. There's a gonna be a convention, like a gaming convention, or not gaming. It was like a film and television and sort of geek sci-fi. Um, IF stands for Island Fantasy Convention. There, it was really, you know, it was going to be awesome. It was going to be great. Um, uh, local comedian, like who I've mentioned on the show, Curran Dobbs, was going to be like one of the. He was going to do a set, like a comedy set, and as part of the show, like just in between panels or something like that. I don't know how that would have gone over. <laughs> Um, but of course, what happened with IFCon is that it all imploded and it fell apart. And it it was supposed to happen last um, over Halloween weekend, and it did not happen. It just ended up getting the whole shebang was canceled, and it was it, it was very sad. And people are mad and and hopefully getting refunds. I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen with that. But um, what I was going to say about failure, what that implies about failure, is that we actually like there were you know. Ultimately, this was somebody's dream. Somebody's like, oh, I know, I'm going to put on a convention. And all, because, I mean, if you think about it, all a convention is is somebody has this great idea that everybody's going to show up in this one sort of location and everybody's going to do their thing and commerce and, like, people are going to bring 
items to sell and and celebrities are going to come in and sign autographs and like interact with fans and and sort of like the idea of it all doesn't actually take that much because it's just oh i have an idea let's all get together and have a convention and um but of course you know there's a lot of planning and and people like you know people are always demanding things of you when you when you plan something like this and you have to you have to know a lot of things you have to know who is coming and and you have to be able to tell other people whether or not you know someone so is coming or so so forth so um basically it's yeah it's all this event planning stuff and uh and yeah they failed at it they they failed spectacularly <laughs> um and one of the guys uh who was running the thing he like the the story i've heard i mean i haven't heard directly from him at all but the story i heard like told indirectly was that he had actually like dropped he had collapsed of some sort of illness like i don't know if it was a heart problem or whatever but he ended up being in the hospital so yes the whole thing did not <laughs> did not happen for the they gave that as the reason but of course that there would have had to be other reasons for it not happening um because you do contingency plan contingency plans anyways so when it comes to that hopefully you don't fail and fuck up an open mic as bad as that uh just giving you sort of a i guess a sense of perspective of the, all the different layers of levels of failure that you could actually have the one of the higher levels being if you if you have a sightseeing boat in Tofino British Columbia you uh yeah you want to make sure that it doesn't capsize and all the people on board get hypothermia um but yeah on the level of an open mic you can fail a few times and you're probably going to be okay and at least you're going to it's going to be a learning experience i think same with this podcast i can fail as many like each episode i can totally you know fuck up and fail and screw it <laughs> and i just come back again the next week and hey folks here's josh again he's back he's going to take another crack at it at entertaining you for an hour so and and he's going to go on weird tangents about event planning and politics and <laughs> crazy i don't know yeah so that's yeah so so my yeah my philosophy towards life is um if if fear of failure stops you from trying something like running an open mic or going or going up at an open mic for that matter or starting a podcast or starting a convention uh then you'll never get to it because time is is um always advancing <laughs> and uh and if you don't if you don't attempt it now like you might you might 99% chance of failure but there's a 100% chance of failure if you don't oh man this is sounding um like platitudes if you don't try there's a 100% chance of failure there but yes so the yeah i don't know if i'm explaining that well enough there's a you miss 100% of the shots you don't take is that Wayne Gretzky who said that i don't know one of those one of those things that you have to I I'd have to look up and google things like that but sometimes when an event comes and goes like I don't know like well Christmas might be a good example or something like that like you you're waiting like sort of all year for Christmas and then Christmas comes and then sort of you do your Christmas things oh that was, that was, that was a lot of fun we got presents we you know and we gave presents and this happened that happened and then at the end of the day at Christmas you're like oh was that really like that was really christmas that was what we were waiting all this this time for and it feels a little bit you know you feel a little bit let down well i think it's the same with like if you're you know really looking forward to going to an open mic or really looking forward to to getting on a show or watching a show for that matter uh if there's a show that you're really excited about watching like somebody famous is on there um it comes and it goes and then it's like oh okay well that's that's going that's why i like podcasts so much because you'll be back again next week for you to listen to it this is going to be fantastic so follow your dreams i don't know why you know people keep people keep saying that to me like follow your dreams or follow you, the thing that you like to do and, and keep doing it well, i got to tell you sometimes life just is like maybe you shouldn't follow your dreams maybe you should just i mean are you that's the other thing like do your dream do you really care that much about your dreams like do you really like 
do you really want to be famous? I mean, who even really cares? I mean, that's that's a dumb goal to have anyways, to be famous. I mean, that's silly. I mean, don't you just... Isn't it enough just to be sort of loved by your immediately surrounding, like, your friends and family? Well, <laughs> maybe not. Maybe, I, maybe I'm just being stubborn, but... And maybe it's not enough for me just to live my life. Uh, I want to follow my dreams of being a famous podcaster. And... I guess that, you know, that's the thing is I'm already doing exactly what I would, you know, what I would like to be doing as a, as my dream job. I'm already podcasting. I'm already doing that. The only people who aren't here yet are all my, like, billions of adoring fans. So, yeah, I'll just, I, I can hang on. I can wait. Okay, yeah. I can see I may be already failing this another podcast. Um... What else did I want to talk about coming up in the future? Um, uh, oh, uh, I guess I'll, I'll plug Elliot's podcast too, just because I, I listened to it last night and I really enjoyed it. Elliot uh, Ryan has a podcast. It is called Cynical Walrus. So if you type in Cynical Walrus into your uh, googly machine, you will find Elliot Ryan's podcast with with Victoria with wonderful Victoria comedians on it. And I know I have not always been nice to Elliot. So on the last podcast, I think I said I hated him. Um, yeah, that's. I mean, I can love and hate a person at the same time, right? I mean, it's kind of it, like hate is just another kind of love, really, if you think about it. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, that that's true. Um, what else? Uh, Oh, and there's there's another podcast. I, I don't think I've mentioned this before, but like if you if you are into podcasts, um, I like the Open Micers podcast, which is I mean there's a f there's there's a few actually a few different podcasts that are sort of like um, about people starting out stand up comedy and stand up comedy. So it's kind of like this a similar theme to Open Micers and stuff like that. But there's this particular podcast is called The Open Micers, like that's what it's called. So you can Google that, The Open Micers. Uh, one of the characters, one of the characters, one of the hosts, they're real people. <laughs> His name is Micah, and the other one is JD, and I can't remember their last names. But they're in, like, I don't know, North Carolina or something like that. But they're, yeah, Greensboro, North Carolina. But like they have like their their own whole comedy scene. They have a they have their own club called the Idiot Box, which I like hearing about because I you know I talk about Ratfish and I talk about how great like our little club community scene is, and then they have their little scene that they're so proud of. And I like to think that you know there's uh, parallels in there. Of course there is. Of course there's parallels. But which scene is better? Hmm. Good question. I think I think Victoria's is actually smaller than Greensboro, but I don't know how big Greensboro actually is. Um, I should look that up. But Victoria's pretty small as far as yeah size goes. Um, but it, yeah, it's another good podcast that I I, I guess I yeah I guess I recommend um, recommend listening to. Um, not a lot of like that podcast it it is a two person podcast and they do like they do the two two hosts back and forth like two main like people that you always hear and they have guests most episode they have a guest uh so i think that's the other thing i've been noticing about podcast is it is a very different this is a very different experience from the the solo the one man podcast is quite different from the two-person conversation which is, in turn is different from the one man one guest or like the 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 guy who always is you know your joe rogan who who is always he's always the main not the main thing but he's always the anchor the the thing that stays the same and then he always has a guest and um yeah mark marins is like that and uh Chris Hardwick's is like that. Um, so a lot of a lot of the biggest podcasts are that format of like single host plus guest plus rotating guests, and then other podcasts are you know two hosts that are sort of perennial hosts that are always on the podcast and from time to time a guest. And then there are not very many podcasts that are just one guy just blabbing away at them at his own at basically facing his wall and blabbing away into a microphone. 
which is what this one is and that's a, that's its own flavor so i and i hope that that at least maybe that provides a little bit of variety too to the the podcast listener out there in that sometimes you do want the ones with the guests and sometimes anyways i yeah that's that's my thoughts on that um oh i had i have one other thought that i wanted to get to before before the end of the podcast, I think I am running out of time. I, I would, ha- I will have to leave you. I'm so sad that this get, that has this. I can't even talk. I'm so sad that this has to end, but it will. But not yet. Um, getting be- getting offended on behalf of other people. I think that's the best way to get offended. Like it's so hard to get offended on behalf of yourself. And I like this is the thing that people like complain about. Like oh. Oh, look at the white knight getting offended on behalf of all the women that, you know, that so-and-so is putting down. And the women are saying, well, like, you know, I don't feel offended if somebody says that this or that generalization about women, like, like they aren't as good at comedy. Like, let's take that one, that, that women aren't as funny in comedy. And, you know, a lot of women comics will say, well that doesn't personally offend me. I mean, I know, like, especially if they're comedians themselves, they say, well, I know I'm funny. So, I mean, even if it is true as a generalization, at least I have my thing going on. So that doesn't offend me. And the women who aren't funny are like, well, okay, I mean, fine. <laughs> I guess I'm not funny. I mean, I, I just wasn't trying to be. <laughs> so like, the, so that doesn't really offend the pe- the target people, but the people who do get offended are, you, you know, your, um, your, male uh white knights who are like hey you shouldn't say that about women women are funny and then sometimes there are feminist actual women who get offended on behalf of comedian feminine comedian women comedians um because they'll be like well no i know i'm not funny because i'm you know i'm a uh an academic or you know i have some other job i'm not a comedian myself but I get offended on behalf of all the female comedians out there who this is obviously insulting, right? So it's, and yeah, the people who we think are, you know, the target of that are not those people. What they actually feel is not really that, you know, not that hurtful. Now, also, but at the same time, like there are places in the world where people do get hurt by words and it's, it's really weird because often that's where people where like there is no one to defend or there's no one to get offended on behalf of someone else um and that and that's you know that's an issue that continues to bother us in our so we have these disproportionate responses to offense and i think like i think this is a good thing because it means that we're trying it means that you know that people are attempting to to figure out like oh where are we hurting each other and and can we stop that or can we you know can we be aware of that so i'm all i'm all for that but also like i think i think getting offended on behalf of other people i think that actually i kind of like that i think we've i think it's i think that's how we should i like that that in society i think we should um that's how we should take offense is we should uh i mean i know maybe this is wrong but we should take offense at people at people hurting other people that aren't us like because yeah i think i've said i've expressed it it's very hard to get offended on behalf of yourself but when someone attacks like your friend or someone you like or your you know a teacher you like or you know somebody in your community that's when your back sort of gets up and that like and at least for me, like, uh, people can say all kinds of things they want about, like, about me and say, oh, well, you're not funny or this and that. And, and the other thing about, about me as a comedian or as a podcaster, but if they start to say, oh, well, your fans are no good or like the people who listen to you are, they're jerks or they're, <laughs> you know, they're dumb or, or whatever, your audience is stupid or nobody listens to you when the, in fact, hmm, yeah, nobody <laughs> There's the there's the nerve that I just struck in myself, um, because I'm like, no, my fans are, my fans. I don't. I mean, my listeners. My, I don't have fans yet. I, I mean, I, if you want to say you're a fan, that would that would warm my heart so much. But I just want to consider you right now just somebody I'm kind of having a conversation or a chat with. But if they, yeah, if they say, well, you're 
listeners are are nothing. They're no good. Well, I mean, then I'm like, no, they're real people. They they care and they like what I have to say, when they and they want to share back. And so, so, um, yeah. So get it. So get a so feel free to get offended on behalf of other people because I think that's I think we need more people sticking up for other people. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's a good thing. And and also, yeah, sometimes it goes too far. Yeah, sure. Sometimes it's it's like you're you're fighting a, a straw man that doesn't exist or it's like somebody somebody didn't really get offended at something and and okay, well that's, that's you're going overboard, but okay, we'll we'll deal with that when it comes to it. And we, and we don't want to demonize the other way either, but um if we just sort of keep aware anyways, I do that's too much too of this how to do social justice warrior stuff. I guess. <laughs> um, but uh, I wanted to, uh, since we're nearing the end of the podcast, I wanted to invite you once again, all of the, anybody who's listening to this podcast, uh, do come down to Victoria, British Columbia as soon as you possibly can. Sell all your belongings and take a ferry across the water or or whatever and come to Victoria and, uh, and participate in the comedy uh, that we have. Um, you can... You can come to the open mic at um, at uh, at Ratfish. You can come to that. Um, you can come to the Solstice Cafe on Friday. This is not an open mic, but you can come and watch Solstice Cafe. This is on Friday, uh, so very soon. If you're listening to this by Thursday, it'll be tomorrow. If you're listening after Friday, well, there will be another Solstice in the future. Um, what else do we have? Oh, and s- Sunday, uh, Sunday night, this coming November the 8th, and it happens every month, so if you miss November, but anyways, there is uh, Victoria Tonight, which is a fantastic show uh, featuring Sam Lee and Patrick Boyle, uh, two very, very funny people, very funny men, gentlemen in Victoria, and it's going to be awesome. And there is going to be comedy at... <laughs> Am I just listing these all up? The Strathcona Hotel in Victoria on Tuesday is going to have comedy, a, a comedy show. It's going to be good. And uh, and more various shows in Victoria. Uh, Heckler's um, Select Show. Sorry, the Ratfish Select Show is on Thursday. And then we got comedy at, um, we got comedy at Heckler's. Uh, who do we got this weekend? Brian O'Gorman. Brian O'Gorman is coming in this this Friday and Saturday at Heckler's downstairs, um, which you may have to uh, call in advance to get tickets for that. Um, call in advance or, or book your tickets. But um, if you do come down, there's like food and drink and stuff, and and uh, it's just going to be a, a really good time. And the open mic on Monday. I Yeah, I think I always mention that come to the open mic the open mic the open mic come to the open mic it's a real good time it's gonna be good gonna be good coming up in the future so at this point <laughs> at this point i want to give you all a verbal blowjob or uh, <laughs> or the equivalent for the ladies blowjob for the gentlemen uh, uh kind of lingus for the women um here we go thank you thanks so much for listening <laughs> I really appreciate it, um, and uh, and thanks if you um, if you talk me up to any of you know your friends or so on and so forth. I will really I will try and do this. What? No, it's it's not that I'm it's not that I'm going to try and do the same for you. I will talk up like whoever I think deserves talking up, which is everybody to be honest. Like I I can't give enough praise to all the people in Victoria. Um, it, all the there's funny people, there's nice people, there's some a little bit jerky people like that uh, that old Gary Barker character. Oh, what a fucking asshole he is! I'm kidding, of course. I love him, um, and I love everybody else in the. I, I really do. I love their like. I mean, I know it dilutes my love a little bit when I say I love every human. <laughs> I love all the people in the world. Um, but I do, I try and love each one, each and every one of you individually also. Uh, and I think that's, that's important to do. So, uh, yeah, it was, it was very enjoyable. I had a, I had a fun time talking for another hour 
And you know what? I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna do. Oh, and yeah, I, I say I'll be back again next week. But next week I'm gonna bring a very amazing, awesome person along for the ride, and and you're gonna love him. You probably, if you're listening to this podcast and you're familiar with the Victoria comedy scene, you already know who he is. You already you already love him. So, in fact, here here's what my secret hope is with him. My secret hope is that the people who like Sam Lee will listen to that podcast and will like. Like who wouldn't otherwise listen to the to my podcast, and they'll be like, oh, okay, I actually kind of like this Josh guy too. So it's a little bit of that cross promotion, a little bit of uh, cynical marketing plan that I have. No, that's how that's how you do it. That's how you build a podcast. You get guests on that other people like, and that so other people will check out, and they'll be like, oh, okay, yeah, there's this connection. I like this guy too, and and that's how that's how we all become famous, to be honest. Um, that's how we all get like as as huge as as well. I was gonna say Louis C.K., but I don't think he made his way necessarily just by doing podcasts and stuff. But I think it's I think it's an important stepping stone. It's an important part of the process. Um, and there are comedians who are more famous now for doing podcasts than they are for their stand-up comedy. But that's topic for another day. Wow, because yeah, we're over time. Um, I gotta say goodbye. Is there anything else I wanted to say to you? Um, uh, if I see you in real life, I will try not to run away. I will try to actually talk with you and say hello and chat with you about comedy or about, you know, anything I talked about here on this podcast, about politics, um, (laughs) either way, left or right or of me and, uh, and anything else that happened politics the weather and comedy this has been a good show all right i'm gonna i'm signing off for real now i will see you soon in real life or you'll hear me or you know i'll see you eventually okay bye for now theme song